I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian. Steve Taylor is digging up his notes because, see, we happen to be on location right now at the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement Forum. This is part of our end-of-the-week wrap-up for the Rio Grande Guardian. Steve, what do we got? Well, this was a very uh, interesting event and a great end to the week, Mario. As you say, we're at the Far Event Centre. This event has been put on by the Rio Grande Valley Partnership, the Chamber of Commerce for the entire region, along with Futuro RGV. And the two keynote speakers were U.S. Senator John Cornyn and U.S. Representative Henry Cuellar. And the subject of the day, obviously, is USMCA, or NAFTA 2.0, as some people call it. And both of those, uh, rep- our, of those representatives of ours that are up in Congress are saying that USMCA can get passed. It's going to happen in the House, first of all. Uh, Congressman Cuellar says he's confident the votes are there. He's done a, a tally of who, who's likely to vote yes, who's likely to vote no, who's still on the fence but will probably come down no, and who's on the fence will probably come down yes. He feels it, it can be passed this fall. This fall, uh, USMCA passed in the House. The Senate looks an easier uh, proposition, and U.S. Senator John Cornyn said he feels it will get through the Senate. So the Senator warned that the closer you get to the presidential election, the mu- it's going to be much harder to get USMCA passed. So uh, that was um, the key point from this event. But I was also uh, struck by something Senator Cornyn said when, when the Congressman Cuellar said that really... We didn't maybe need an after 2.0 if the Trans-Pacific Partnership had been approved, but it, that was that was killed off by uh, President Trump. And Senator Cornyn said that um, he would like to see that resurrected. If I if I can read my notes um, uh, correctly here, he's saying that. Um, uh, Cornyn said it's a missed opportunity. The Trans-Pacific Partnership was a missed opportunity and he hopes that it will be re- revisited if only because it, ha- it seeds so much um, economic opportunities, so many economic opportunities to China. China is able to do all these deals with uh, countries in, in Latin America that, that, that um, connect to the Pacific Rim. Um, Congressman Cuellar said that in places like Chile, uh, China's more popular than the United States, Argentina the same. And um, then when it was Senator Cornyn's uh, t- chance to speak on that, he said it was a missed opportunity. So that was interesting uh, for me to hear. Uh, before that, we had a panel discussion, three uh, real experts in the field uh, on a panel here. We had Luis Bazan from the Far International Bridge. We had Ralph Cowan. Uh, the uh, representative of the Port of Brownsville and Keith Patridge from the McAllen Economic Development Corporation. All of them have their different specialties, a land port, a, a seaport and um, a foreign trade zone, but all of them saying very urgent, very important that USMCA gets passed. And, um, and um, I, I was struck by um, uh, Keith Patridge saying that if it doesn't get passed, there are companies who have investment decisions ready and they're they're stalled they they're ready to go ahead with these but they can't go ahead without some decision on USMCA um, another interesting aspect uh, uh, Ralph Cowan from the Port of Brownsville said they're very close to getting an agreement for a steel mill coming to the Port of Brownsville 
um, he put, made, a, made the point that with yesterday's big decision, which we'll get, we'll get to later, another big issue, bigger, bigger item this week that was we covered, uh, yesterday's decision by the Texas Transportation Commission to award a lot more money for transportation infrastructure in the valley that includes finishing the um, State Highway 550, which goes from the Port of Brownsville to Olmito. Um, Ralph Cowan made the point that with that, when that that section's completed, and that's then at interstate standards, you could have a truck going from the Port of Brownsville all the way to Port Huron uh, on the uh, U.S.-Canadian border. Uh, so that was a big deal too. Well, so, that that's part of the background issue there. Of course, is we are a united metropolitan planning organization. Uh, go ahead, give us a little bit bit of background on that. Yes, there was a big deal yesterday in Austin. Uh, the, the the Texas Transportation Commission uh, approved its rolling United uh, Transportation Plan. That's a ten year plan that they update every August. This year. Um, in no small part because of the merger of the three metropolitan planning organizations in the valley. Now, they're the, they're the organizations that are a conduit for all the federal money that comes down here for transportation. They've merged. As a result of that merger, the Uruguay Valley gets to be at what the, everyone calls the big boys' table. There's more discretionary funds available to for transportation projects to those to the biggest metropolitan areas in the in the state and now the Rio Grande Valley is part of that so what we learned yesterday from state representative Terry Canales in that united transportation plan is that or program it's that there is 2.1 billion dollars of transportation infrastructure funding coming to the Rio Grande Valley rather sorry coming to the far district we mustn't forget the far district also includes Webb County but Webb County the valley 2.1 billion dollars over the next 10 years there was incredible excitement in Austin I was fortunate enough to be there to see the valley leaders the uh, South Texas leaders like Mayor Pete Sines from Laredo, uh, Juan Chuina, host of the state senator, Representative Canales, Pete Sepulveda from the Cameron County RMA, David Deanda from the Hidalgo County RMA, uh, Andrew Cannon from Hidalgo County RMA, Ca Cameron County Commissioner David Garza. I'm sure I'm leaving a few people out, but a lot of Valley leaders that were there. Uh, Farm Mayor Ambrosio Hernandez was there. He spoke. Senator Hinojosa spoke. Representative Canales spoke. And um, they made the point that historically, or at least Representative Canales made the point that historically South Texas has been neglected, and uh, that's not the case anymore. The chairman of the Texas Transportation Commission, uh, Mr. Barb, said that uh, that isn't the case now, that uh, the state leadership really values the Rio Grande Valley. They know the importance, and, and an age, a state agency like TxDOT clearly, clearly does understand it. They're all about fixing roads so that the vehicles can, can pass without accidents, without uh, fatalities, etc. And if any agency understands the importance of uh, tra our trade with Mexico, it is obviously TxDOT. With all the increased truck movements we have today uh, as a result of NAFTA. So, although we had South Texas leaders getting up on the back mic, so to speak, in the public comment period saying, don't forget about South Texas, um, that agency was acknowledging the importance of this region, um, f not just for the um, the value that trade does to for our region but for the state as a whole and the country as a whole so i would say that was the second big issue of the week one of them being this one today about uca usmca 
second the the, uh, the event yesterday with regard to transportation infrastructure. The third one I'd like to mention, again, an event you and I both attended, was this diabetes uh, forum that was put on by uh, some of the uh, non-profits. Yes, Unidos Contra Diabetes, uh, UCD, right? Correct. We had Dr. Belinda uh, Reininger from UTRGV and, and UT uh, Houston, I know, is involved as well, the School of Public Health. She's done some studies with the uh, the non-profit. They've done studies which show quite a break um, a breaking news story here. They show that although in the although in Texas diabetes is still going up, the trend in the Rio Grande Valley is going down. Yes, we still have much higher rates than the rest of the state, but in terms of the where the trend lines are, the valley is going down, and uh, the folks there were putting that down to the collaboration. All the groups getting together, working together in partnership to tell the public about good eating habits, diet, exercise, etc., um, that diabetes can be prevented. So that, I think, was the third big issue of the week for us. Those were the top three issues, transportation, international trade, and uh, healthcare. Thank you, Steve Taylor. That's the news of the week, the highlights. I think so. Thank you, Mario. Enjoyed it.